Welcome to episode 119, Hellbass Bass Fishing Podcast. Today, we final breakdown 2022 iCast. Winners, losers, what we like, what we don't like. Joining me, Adam Deegan from Business from the Bass Boat Podcast slash Serious Angler Network joins in. He also gives his first impressions of iCast. He was in attendance this year, and uh, so lots of perspectives, lots of cool talk about baits and tackle. Enjoy the episode. This week, the Hell of Ass Bass Fishing Podcast is brought to you by Arsenal Fishing. Arsenal Fishing offers premium custom-made performance apparel and tackle. Arsenal delivers a wide variety of custom-designed baits, accessories, and tools, along with unique utilitarian apparel for all outdoor enthusiasts. As part of their support, you can use code HELLABASS15 to save 15% on all purchases at arsenalfishing.com to support the show. Now let's get back to helping you catch more bass and suck less. All right, here we are live. Wednesday night, HELLABASS live. We're going to finally get to the bottom of iCast and dig into it. And uh, I figured if I'm going to talk iCast, Sure, we can scroll through the web pages, but we might as well invite somebody that's actually been to ICAST this year. And uh, we've got Adam joining us. What's up, Adam? Dude, not much, man. Just enjoying uh, enjoying the summer, I guess, more than anything. And uh, yeah, got back from ICAST and I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. And to be honest, full disclosure, I only invited Adam because he's got a really good podcast voice and a good audio. And I knew we'd have just like a good crisp show tonight because he's got a good microphone. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. It's not, yeah, it's not my voice. Microphones do do wonders. So I assume for everybody, the uh, the audio and video is good. Let me know, let us know in the live chat. Lots of familiar faces. What's up, Daniel, Caro, Jay, Darius? Many, many, lots of members showing up early tonight. Good to see. Uh, we are doing a members only. If you guys didn't see that live stream later on tonight at nine forty five. And we'll be giving away uh, some tackle there. So if you've been uh, thinking about being a member and you want to do it tonight, you get some bonus coverage and chance to win some stuff. Brian says we're all good. <clears throat> so what's up, Wes? T cubed. What's going on, bud? All right. So yes, we are mainly going to talk iCast tonight review i feel like the dust has settled from iCast all the uh we all got beat over the head by pure fishing and pradco and sims <laughs> and hook and afco with their giant marketing budgets and got our inboxes overfilled and let's 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 blame bailey was part of the problem for that no uh, joke man those guys are just oh it's crazy to me the fishing industry is is it's incredible like that the, the it's the marketing power of these major brands is just I don't know. From the outside looking in, it's it's incredible. Yeah. So, I mean that that is what we saw a lot leading up, and I think we're going to try to peel back the uh, the onion a little bit here and see some of the stuff that was uh, actually maybe a little bit glossed over, the things that we didn't really see. So hopefully we can uh, find some of that stuff, bru- bruising some web pages. I think I found some good lists, and then also hopefully Adam's got a few nuggets that he found walking the show that he can talk about. Um, as a first timer, so you can also give us your first time perspective of iCast. And yeah, man, absolutely. No, I, I think that's uh, that's a good. Um, I did do a lot of walking, and it was uh, a good experience to just see a lot of these smaller brands too, because you have your giant booths. I mean, your absolute like 
just like at the classic or any other trade show, the, the major players have huge, huge boosts, but then you have all these smaller boosts and, um, you know, startup companies, all kinds of, uh, little unique businesses. And, um, it was cool to, to talk that kind of stuff with folks and, and mm-hmm. a lot of cool little baits and stuff that you don't necessarily, like you said, get the limelight of the picture. And, and especially when we're talking web pages and all that, there's, it's very driven. Nice. Yeah. What's up, Debo? Glad you could make it tonight. Talking baits, favorite thing. Um, 104. It was warm here today, but it wasn't 104. <laughs> we had a good stiff breeze that kept it from getting too hot today. 104. That sounds terrible. They actually went out and uh, did a photo shoot with Intune Marine today. Had the Camus out. Got some nice. pictures. Bart was taking my picture today. So No way. Yeah. There you go. I don't know if he told you, but he actually told me that he might make the next fantasy fishing episode. Wow. That yeah. is incredible. That's what we're looking for on the Serious Angler uh, fantasy deal. It is incredible how little Bart has shown up in the last <laughs> year. <laughs> nice. And so speaking of that, uh, so Adam, you, some of you may know Adam. He's from uh, the podcast Business from the Bass Boat, and which is part of the Serious Angler Network. I think I got that all right. But Yeah, uh, man. So if you if you if if you like the soothing tones of Deacon and you want to get more of that, you can uh, I think you can search Serious Angler or Business in the Bass Boat on YouTube or uh, your favorite MP3 and find that. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. And dude, I've been following all of your stuff and for a very long time, and uh, you're definitely a reason why we kind of got into the the podcast space and all that too. So nice, yeah. So if you like like this week, uh, actually, I just listened to it. I was walking the dog earlier this week, but uh, you had Rick Pierce, president, founder, owner, head honcho, the guy at uh, Bass Cat, right? And that, that was a pretty good interview. He's got, I've always enjoyed him when he's been on BTL and he was another good episode. So that, that's definitely worth a listen. That's a good one to jump in and check out and uh, see if that's something you might like. Yeah. Uh, so why, before we get into the baits, why don't you kick us off a little bit and like first time going to ICAST. Just give us maybe like a couple minutes on, was it more than you expected? Were you overwhelmed, underwhelmed? Was it just kind of, what you? What were you expecting and what did you see when you got there? Dude, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I guess I was expecting, you know, just never being in person at ICAST before. I was kind of expecting a traditional kind of trade show, <clears throat> a classic type venue or your local sportsman's trade show. Uh, type of situation and maybe be a little bit bigger or something like that along those lines. And I would say the show size was still very large. There's, there's still a lot of booths, but because it is uh, you know, you have to have some sort of media badge or representing one of the brands that's there, there was less people walking around. There's still plenty of people, but it's not like a classic where like, I mean, there's just hundreds of people everywhere so uh that was kind of a cool aspect and the other the other cool side of it too um is you walk up to any booth and your top level pros are going to be there your um major players in the marketing world your owners of these companies i mean it's so that was a cool side of it is actual business does definitely take place there too and there's there's a lot of meetings that occur and all that kind of thing uh, with dealers. And so it was cool to witness some of that perspective. And to be honest, like that was a little bit intimidating was to see that side of it for sure. First time of like, wow, this is like this. I, you know, the fishing industry is a big industry, but it's like, Oh, this is a big industry. <laughs> like there, there's, there's dollars flying around for sure. 
staying hydrated over there, Adam? Oh yeah. Always, man. Yeah. That's, <laughs> well, that's a problem. Cool. So, I mean, is it like, did you, would you say you had a good time? Are you looking forward to going back? Was once enough? Do you like, what's your. Yeah, I, I absolutely, man. I, I think uh, it was a great experience and I, I'm going to go back every year if I can make it. Um, it just was, it was cool to be in that environment. I actually stayed with Panger uh, at, uh, we both got a hotel together and so it was fun to hang with him. And and that's the other cool side of it too, is, you know, after the day of each of these, there's, there's a bar that generally is throwing a party of some sort or it's sponsored by an organization that, uh, is out. So then you're, you're getting to, to go and grab a couple of beers and, uh, shoot the crap with a lot of different guys in the industry. So that was a really cool perspective too. uh, walking around the actual baits of the show was really interesting just to see, the new product area and like going through the different categories and actually voting and that kind of stuff that you can do, which was, which was cool. If you're not representing a brand, I believe that's how that works, but that was a cool aspect of it. And then just seeing uh, what each of these brands had to offer. And of course, kind of like, it almost seems like every trade show there's folks there that it's almost like not, or, you know, the, the primary thing in my head when I was thinking iCast is like, okay, we're talking baits mostly and then other additional little fishing uh trinkets gear yeah i mean gear some electronics like that kind of a thing but like there's there's like you know a bunch of shoe companies there and obviously apparel stuff so it's like there's other things that i guess i wasn't really expecting to have a big presence and so that was kind of interesting to see like this isn't this isn't just you know some of these brands i think even outside of the fishing industry that are maybe trying to get in or they need to fill a certain amount of trade shows per year. I think mm-hmm. that they kind of just jump in. So some of that was like, huh, I really wouldn't expect so a company to peripheral, be. like fringe outdoor fishing stuff. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, I don't know if they just, yeah. And, and another thing too, I've heard, and I've heard just through people talking, it's like how ICAST used to be in Vegas versus now that it's in Florida and has been on a contract in Florida for mm-hmm. a long time. There's a lot of saltwater presence, which was interesting to see. I mean, there was giant boats in there and stuff. And um, so it was kind of interesting to see the saltwater stuff. And there was kind of its own section for all that. And, you know, I don't really have much knowledge in that space. So it was interesting just to see some of that. But um, overall, man, great experience. Love to go back. Excited. And uh, it was it was cool to just rub shoulders and, and talk fishing with everyone and any anybody. So did you say something? If you're wearing a brand badge, you're not supposed to be walking around and looking at stuff or something? No. So you're like... I, I don't know the exact rules and this is coming from, from Bailey just because he wasn't allowed to vote on. So oh, not, you're not allowed to vote in the new product. Show you can there. still walk around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. But like yeah. the new product area is like, you know, sectioned off. Sure. And so then the first day it's like vote on best of category. And then all of these brands at the award ceremony are, you know, jacked up when their brand wins and when it's, you know, pure fishing or, or some of these, Bradco, yeah, and, and they, they all do in their lobbying in the new product showcase be like hey joe did you see my new uh knife oh a hundred percent there's a there's there's some Plenty of it on the showroom floor but they want to keep it out of the showcase exactly yeah, exactly and that was interesting to see too is how much poll there is i, mean, I guess it's with everything politics and poll and so um that was kind of interesting to witness too and see from the outside of just how much power some of these brands have. And like you said, stuff gets glossed over in my opinion. Um, so that's cool that we're, we're going to dig into that stuff, but you, you vote that first day on, on the best of 
category. And then the second day it's best of show. So they take the best of all the categories and then you're choosing your, your best of show item, which was really interesting to see. I don't know if you saw, it was the cooler that won. Sure. Yep. Which, uh, I don't know. It's crazy to me. The interesting story behind that. Um, yeah. But yeah. A lot of the best in categories, a lot of the best in shows or a lot of, a lot of the winners were the, the people that marketed a hard going into the show. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so beforehand and that cooler company you're saying did a really good job of pushing everything beforehand. I don't, that I don't know. Actually, yeah. I did not hear about them until after. Me, yeah. I, yeah. But I, I would say I would not, not all of them, but if you go through the category winners, right. That's it's AFCO, it's pure fishing. It's right. Like it's the people that were in your inbox industry, 100%. email press releases, like just pouring it on leading up to the show. 80, 90% of them. <clears throat> I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, John's going with some wild Turkey one one little DMD like with some, game. some not so great vodka. I'm just trying to clear out of the, the, the pantry. I've got a, I've got a Cuba Libre, man. I've got a rum and Coke, which, uh, I haven't had in a really long time. It's refreshing. It's really nice. Yeah. For a long time I was on the, uh, the, the Kraken and diet Dr. Pepper, which is kind of similar. Oh, but, I like it. I was like, we just got to clean out the pantry before I can buy a new bottle. So we're, we're just working through some some inventory. I like it. Do you guys have Do you guys have Costco? Well, I would, I'd assume it's a national yeah. brand. You guys have Costco, dude. I have a Sam's membership though, not a Costco membership. Because okay. so. Costco's <clears throat> liquor uh, is is pretty incredible for the price. Yeah. There you go, tin cup. That's supporting the industry. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Doesn't hurt. Doesn't cost you anything to bump that thumbs up. Helps the show. Helps everybody out. Get more people listening. Um, so what's up, Chris Russ? Putting out his member chat. I can't put that up on the screen, but he's using his uh his eight-month member chat. So um <clears throat> good reminder that uh we are having a members only tonight after the stream. So if you've been thinking about joining, you can make the members only. Tonight's a good night to join. I might gift a couple memberships tonight just to give a couple people a chance to jump into the members. We will be giving away some stuff in the members only tonight. Um, I don't think I'm going to give away anything tonight in this chat, but we do give away stuff on the stream from time to time. I uh, do want to, before we get too far here, make sure we, Oh, we got to change this. We do want to thank Arsenal fishing for uh, supporting the stream. Got to remember, we got to make sure we update our Omnia code before we throw it up there. <clears throat> Omnia supports the serious angler show as well. And, and Adam's repping yeah. his Omni. His, um, those are yeah, got it. very underrated cotton t-shirts. They're Dude, super cozy. You have like, oh, my, my girlfriend tries to steal it. Like that is, uh, you're, you're dead on. I mean, as we all know, uh, the typical Western tackle warehouse t-shirts, like they're kind of junk. Like you just get to a point where you're just like, especially before Omnia, like I would just stack those up. And now it's like, I actually have a shirt that I enjoy wearing. So yeah, I agree for sure. Definitely worth the extra five bucks on a $50 order or just going up to a hundred and getting that, that free t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. After a hundred, it's free, man. And it's, it's like, I would say like, I'm yeah. sure all of us have a few TW t-shirts. T-shirts are way nicer than the Tiger Warehouse shirts. Dude, it's not even comparable. Yeah, I agree. Nice. Chris is rigging up some uh, rods for a derby. Got a new Fuego 3000 from Omnia. Nice. Sadly, he ordered a, a Wu Tungsten bait wrap. And uh, he, he tagged me on Snapchat, and it had the soft side on both, so it wouldn't hook together. Like, Oh, this. no. 
we need to get on the phone with Omnia about their bait wraps because I, I ordered some of those too, just because just to have some sort of bait. I wrap. didn't even know they had them, but I didn't. Those are the only ones I found were the Wu Tungsten ones on the website, but they they they're oversized. At least they're they're like really big. So like jerk baits and stuff, like I get the hooks tangled in them all the time in the in the Velcro. So we need to find a better. Look at that. He said, within moments, they had a label, shipping label to return it and a re- or a replacement in minutes. That's that's the right there is Omnia. That, that's the biggest thing to me. Is the yeah, that's the one thing. I never hear complaints about anybody's like, ah, oh, Rich told me to order from Omnia and it was a bad experience. Like, it's always like super fast. They're super awesome. Like, which is nice because that's enjoy working with companies where people are like, I had a great experience. And in, in today's age, right, it's like if it's bad, they're very quick to tell you. If it's ordinary, it's just – but yeah, it takes a lot usually to get people to, like, say something positive. So, <clears throat> oh, I agree. All right. So uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. So uh, not released at ICAST, but released recently and now available is the new Ballistic Neds from Arsenal Fishing, which are pretty cool. I've been fishing these a little bit. And uh, so I do want to show, they finally have these on the website. And I think a few of you, I think Brian in the chat's got some, but uh, they're a, a nice little morsel of uh, Ned slash drop shot sets. Like I could see putting this on a, a mini max chatter, mm. like uh, pretty durable. They're not elastic. So they are, they're kind of your traditional hype. I would say they're, similar to like an x-zone plastic if that makes sense like kind of high buoyant not z-man um but lots of good action so i like the tail and they got quite a few good colors they got uh morning dew which is kind of like morning dawn right uh-huh. this is uh temptation which is basically like your 1099 tramp stamp right and then they got some good green, green pumpkin colors like this is like green pumpkin with gold flake I mean, so yeah. some good stuff. Go be delicious. I like it. Yeah. So they do have those on the site. I will show those quick before we get into the. Uh... So this is kind of the ICAST, not from ICAST. So so they got these up here, and you can use the code scrolling down on the bottom if you want to grab some. You can see some of the colors up here. They got them all on there, so you can check those out. So they finally got their site working. Those that have been waiting. Got some good photography on there. <laughs> Caught quite a few drop shotting in the morning dew lately. So there you go. So that's your 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 not iCast iCast release. But uh, jumping in, there's a few things on the Bassmaster site I thought we could touch on. And then I found another wired to fish. So I know there's a couple people that are fans like Matthew of this new Arma Joint 190 swim bait from Shimano. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the swim bait. I think it has that same active foil, right? The flash boost in it. That's, that they're kind of doing on everything, right? They're poppers, they're jerk baits. Yeah. So I'm not. I think this is more of a swimmer, not necessarily a glide, right? Because it almost looks like a Lucky Craft to me, like those those fully jointed Lucky Crafts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they For make sure. a, they made like a glide that was kind of similar. It was like similar to a glide, but it had an extra tail, like triple joints. 
Yeah, I haven't ordered in a little bit. I've actually been good. I don't know. Uh, I, well, I think my last order wrote me a note on my receipt, and it wasn't on a separate card. Maybe they, nope. maybe after you've ordered 20 times, they're like, all right, we, we don't need to write notes to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't know. I saw their most recent social media deal that was like shipping 18,000 items a day or something or whatever it said. And it was like, that's a lot of handwritten notes. Like I would not want to be the guy that's sitting there writing handwritten notes. Yeah. So I, I don't know. This looks decent. Um, I don't throw a ton of these big swim baits, but you know, this, that's decent. I did see this in the pre thing, which I don't know. I mean, that thing looks enormous. I thought when I saw it first, like this lithium would be like a, it says stack. So I was thinking, oh, maybe it's for people that have like, uh, like older boats where it's like, I don't have enough room to put my batteries. This thing looks bigger than my three lithiums that I have combined. So I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what this is all about, but yeah. And, and I walked by that booth in person and uh, same deal. Like I, I was thinking, you know, the whole marketing campaign around it was stackable. And my thought was like, okay, maybe if someone's got a compartment that's really deep and want to like stack on top, maybe there's some use there, but I just think the way that the boats are currently built, I didn't see an advantage. It just kind of looked really blocky compared to a traditional battery. Yeah. So Lost on that one. Uh, Usuri spinnerbait? No. No, Nichols. Nichols spinnerbait. Nichols makes good spinnerbaits. I feel like that looks a little bit like a... Uh, what's the... I don't know where you're going. Can't think. What's the real popular spinnerbait out of Alabama? That has uh, that like, head, like... The, the one that... Oh, gosh. Let's think. War, War Eagle? War, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, like dead on. that's exactly what that looks like. Zor yeah. Eagle. Yeah, the same like head design. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. So I think it's a little bit of a compact spinnerbait. Doesn't really get me that excited. Okay. Lunker Hunt's got this weird crankbait. Doesn't really yeah. get much for me. I don't know. Did you look I, at this in person? <laughs> I did. It's a. Uh, it's kind of like my thought process with it. It was. Just, it seems like it's designed for kind of like a hybrid hunter situation, like over mm-hmm. grass, over shallow grass, and not getting hung up. But it's like. It's almost got like a blade bait deal on the back. It's it was kind of interesting. It was a thin backing, um, and uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know what it looks like in the water or what it's really supposed to do. But in it was interesting, I guess, like you said. Yeah, it would. Uh, so they tow tidal water. Um, forward facing sonar minnow. I mean, supposedly that's the what came of the prototype that Christy partially won the classic on mm-hmm. it doesn't look that exciting to me <laughs> it's pretty similar to a lot of other yeah <laughs> drop and then the Scottsboro, i guess that's a good collab for scottsboro but i probably would just buy the scottsboro swim baits versus the yum version mm-hmm. but, um sonar heads right so this is kind of interesting right it's a big tungsten head supposedly going to give you a better return on your live front-facing sonar seems like a good idea there also is a lot of tungsten heads out there but good you know this way but yeah yeah and, and i i we we work with queen tackle on serious angler but like the those to me the biggest thing um i don't know what it is about and and i again i i haven't used these specifically yet but i do like tungsten looking at forward facing sonar the issue i've had with the only other tungsten jig heads i've used are Kitech ones 
And for whatever reason, like, and this was at Grand Lake, I was skipping just like a, a, a Kitech on a ball head around mm-hmm. docks. And I broke three of them. Like the, the tungsten, the way it was poured onto that hook. It's the resin tungsten. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't it wasn't full tungsten. So it literally would just like snap. That's so a like, These are expensive and that sucks. I'm going back to it. Yeah. I, so you, have you have used front facing and you do believe tungsten shows up brighter, bigger, better? I do. And they only the only experience I have with that is drop shotting, like using a, a tungsten drop shot weight versus a, uh, a traditional lead weight. Sure. Um, and I don't know. I, I noticed a little bit different on it. I would say, I wouldn't say it's like groundbreaking, but I do think it does show up better. Yeah. So I will give Lunker Hunt A for originality, right? Like this is actually something that is somewhat different. They are, no, it's, it's not. It's bringing two things together, whether it's actually something that's going to play saltwater, inshore, bass to be determined, but <clears throat> A for effort as far as uh, originality. Good point. Um, so then you got uh strict chick magnet junior and a filler worm. I don't know if that's really noteworthy. <laughs> yeah. A I smaller mean, crankbait and a worm that everybody makes. Yeah. It's the same as, yeah. I mean, actually it's, it's the hand port. So it's really, I feel like they came out with these when they did their OPTs, but then they kind of didn't take off. So it's like now that I don't know the magic worm and some other stuff's out there. Like, let's try it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. So there's an extra small launch frog. Some people are a fan of the launch frog. I've never really thrown them. I know that some people like them. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, one. but it's a small one, right? Yeah. I mean, like, and I've heard different stories around how you can, you know, in a real pressured place, get more bites on a small mm-hmm. frog. And uh, I don't know. Do you have any experience with that? I've, I've always thought that it's a good idea, but then I always really run into the issue of making a long cast with it. You know, it's just, just as important, in my opinion, frog fishing. Yeah, I guess it's situational. I haven't seen it a ton, but there's yeah. probably a time and a place for it, especially if you're fishing certain times of the year where you got smaller bait or you're fishing small ponds or things like that. I'm sure it matters. <clears throat> sure. So there's the size comparison. If you're a OG launch frog versus, and it's, it still looks like a pretty decent size frog. Some of the, I think some of the compact frogs are too small, right? Like, yeah, like pond fishing kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, bronze i 65 you know i probably want a 55 but some of them go down to like a 35 or a 40 maybe too small but Mm -hmm. so we got some uh some more i think these are just what the clicking versions right yeah i'm not super familiar with the difference they just added a clicking version ugly stick scales so this means that these scales will be readily available in all your your mass merchandise places, I guess. But <laughs> Walmart's got new scales. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Shane Lee Hughes. So there's a. I would say there's a, a definite trend here. Uh, a lot of signature series rods. Abu came out with several. Fenwick Thank came you. out with some. Uh, other companies. So there's been a big push to put a lot more, and not necessarily just the. You know, for a long time it was literally just like the top five or 10 guys, right? The Skeet Reese's, the KVDs, uh, you know, Ayler, some of those guys, you know, I guess Daiwa's kind of worked down quite a bit, right? You see Cody and Seth and a few other people, uh, but you're seeing a lot more, I don't know if we call them tier two <laughs> type pros. Getting sure. Your series rods maybe, which is cool. I agree. And I wonder if that's just like a play of like, we can spread some of this stuff 
you know, to more pros rather than just have paying your, your top guy a ton of money to do it. But I agree. I think it's a cool trend. And I, and I don't know, I would assume they come with some kind of incentive, right? So if yeah. this pro is going to hustle and push his series of rods and he gets a buck a rod or five bucks a rod or 10 bucks a rod, then there's maybe some incentives laid in those contracts maybe that way. So, mm-hmm. which is, which is good. So if people are proving their worth, then, uh, there's Josh Douglas showing off a Credo 200 DC. So this is just an upsized. So for those that want a DC reel for frogging or maybe some smaller swim baits, things like that, you've got kind of a full spool 200 version, which is cool. I'm not a big DC guy, but yeah. for those that like the DCs. Now you got a bigger option. Then a 150 MGL, so just new sizes of the same stuff. Chunky D. Hmm. Missile Bates should have gotten award for best new name of a soft bait in the Chunky D. (laughs) So this is like a a bigger chunk, or you can also Texas rig it. Good looking bait. Heck yeah. Skip it. Uh, these actually came out, at least this came out <laughs> well before I, Omni had, uh, the CJ smasher probably a month before I cast. They had it early. I was surprised how small they were. They are. See, even when he's holding them out, they look bigger. I mean, they are like, they're tiny and thin. That's, they're really small. That is what's, what's crazy to me too, is like some background on this. And I don't know if Bailey's going to be a hundred percent happy that I'm sharing some of this, but he, he drew one of the Johnston's at the open on the St. Lawrence. And um, I mean, he was like, dude, the baits that they were throwing were so, so small. So that I'm glad that that followed through to, to what they're putting their name on. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you wonder how much of this is actually their juice in that kind of a situation. But I think when a pro is getting paid on it, they're like, all right, I'm going to make it right. But sure. I don't know. That's do you cool. think that's just a great lakes thing? Or do you think that applies natural lakes in general up north i think i think it applies natural lakes and i think that uh i don't know i don't know if that's just a great lakes thing but to me it was interesting too just the way the way he approached how kind of the day began on all right if i'm not moving my rod a bunch it's going to be a slow day i'm going to have to be really selective on my casts and and really paying attention versus if I'm able to throw in and be going and they're eating it, like it's going to be a great day. So it's interesting to hear just that breakdown from Bailey's mm-hmm. perspective of watching him on the front all day, which is like, that's, I don't know, to me, that's the reason you fish as a co at something like that is to be able to draw someone like the Johnsons. Yeah. Which maybe later we'll talk about you doing, you doing some extra co stuff this year. So maybe after we get through ICAST and we got some time. Yeah. Man. <clears throat> and then there's the, uh, the mustache, the mag draft knockoff. Uh huh getting a fair amount of heat oh I yeah like. not a lot of fanfare more <laughs> grief for this. um i know for a while there when when uh mega bass was like out of stock with everything on the mag drafts especially in specific colors it was hilarious i was talking to a friend about it, he's like dude screw it like i'm excited at least there'll be something in stock now <laughs> <clears throat> yeah I don't know. You know, I don't, there's a few small differences. I guess I haven't seen them swimming side by side to see if there's any improvements, but mm-hmm. rage crawl and a rage twin tail menace worm. 
Oh, so What's there's a rattling, rattling rage cross. So they like shoved a rattle in its butt, like the the, the rattling Ned. Um, I don't know. I guess we used to do that back in the day a lot. I used to my dad yeah. and I would shove glass rattles and soft plastics Good all the time, like Guido bugs and stuff for sure. Um, I don't know. I feel like this worm has come out in a few different. Like I think you've had what the what was it the the tomahawk missile baits and i feel like there's been a bunch of florida worms that have done this and they don't i was gonna say it. is that more of a florida deal like a swimming worm thing is that is that what that's gonna be marketing? they don't seem like they ever stick though i feel like the big show terry scroggins had a worm like that i don't know like i love me a menace but i don't know that i'm gonna be throwing that yeah maybe i'm wrong i'm with you i'm, I'm same boat i really like a menace but it's just i feel like they're just making variations on on yeah. something that's which is cool like you can make variations, but I don't know that it's new product showcase worthy to make a variation of an existing bait. I agree. And that's what that I feel like is kind of been a trend in ICAST the last couple of years is like just a little slight difference on something. But yeah, I mean, this and this is clearly a good, but this has been out for two years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Arc's coming out with some new reels, getting in the reel game, extending their rods. Don't know much about them. I haven't fished their rods or their reels. I fished one of their rods at a, at a, at a tournament. A guy just handed me one. He's like, hey, try this out. One of their reps kind of a situation. Uh, and I liked it a lot. Uh, I did check out these reels. Um, and the high-end model I was impressed with. Um, that's the, I don't know. To me, like all these reels minus your, your kind of your higher-end Daiwas, Shimano's, even your abus kind of a situation like they all feel the same i mean to some extent to sure. me and that's how a lot of these felt i thought their high-end one was nice um but to me it was like it's a real like it'll 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 do what it needs to do and it'll cast far i'm sure so yeah what's up gabe good to see you join in so you got uh <laughs> atkins is a fenwick elite uh signature rod that'll probably come with a whole bunch of jokes and butts after him getting busted with uh getting information for wait another atkins? story for another day what atkins got busted or are we talking oh sorry you're right sorry 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 my bad strike that yeah <laughs> you're like, i'm like dude you're starting new rumors <laughs> yeah he actually i'm sorry he actually looks a little bit like uh he, he looks like sprague sprague and that's why yeah never mind strike that um yeah so here's a uh, fenwick elite justin atkins uh, so, but another pro getting there associated with some names and some rods. And then you've got uh, Fletcher with an Abu Garcia rod, a little bit more of a price point Abu rod. So, which is cool. See, what, what's the, what, why is it always a, and this is, this is just out of pure curiosity. Whenever it's a price point rod after a pro, it's always a bright colored pro. <laughs> Skeet Reese, you sure. know. His brother, right? The other Shyrock, the the orange rods. Like it's just funny to me that, and not to say that they they don't, you know, aren't aren't worthy of having a high level rod. But yeah, it's but it's even like, like it's so, bright, like even the Dobbins Fury rod, right? It's not associated with a pro, but it's they have they're green, right? White colors, yeah. And then like even uh, what was it? Loomis came out with their what E six X or whatever, bright green. Like it's like it's almost like a fluorescent color puts you in the like. Is that like high school? Like, yeah, yeah, like young, like people interested in having a cool colored rod. Like, <laughs> I don't know. 
So this one's actually pretty cool, right? I think most people are pretty excited about this collab with Spro and uh, KGB for the Chad Chad. Chad Chad. So it'll be really cool if we can get the same swim glide. Yeah. For forty dollars instead of a hundred and forty dollars, that's a win for everybody, right? And 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 availability, right? Like actually just buy them versus getting into bait raffles and drops and things like that, or resellers and that whole thing. And I, I wonder too, like in the, the big swim bait world, if this is like a, a big knock or a no, no, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I just, just from an outsider's perspective of that world, it's like, I, I kind of did like a little bit of the ex- exclusivity mm-hmm. of some of that stuff because you might have a, you know, you might, I don't know, have a slight advantage in a derby because you're really good at, at with this certain, you know, $300 bait that not too many people can get their hands on. But uh, that's just tournament perspective. But like, mm. I wonder if this is getting knocked on, on like swim bait underground and that kind of a thing. Sure. I don't know. And I guess I think a few guys in here, are a little bit uh, swim bait guys uh, that probably are in some of those communities. So some of you guys like Matthew and a few others that watch those, like what is the consensus? Let us know in chat of like, yeah, of the swim bait snobs. Are they on board with this? Or are they like trashing this? Right. <laughs> and why does it look like it has like an under armor symbol? <laughs> Oh, it does. <laughs> New Under Armour swim bit. Talk about a big booth there, dude. Under Armour had a massive booth, which is crazy to me because it's like, to me, it seems like they've kind of pulled away from the bass world. You know, really, they just have Justin Lucas, I think the Johnstons, but like the saltwater world, like they are pushing, like it is heavy saltwater stuff, it seemed. That's all right, AJ. What was that? What was that last thing? What did he say? The different resin or something? Uh, so I guess Kevin is the guy that from KGB, right? That designed it, and he's saying okay. he wants to see if it actually glides wider than the original. Ah, uh, I see. I see. Sixty dollars. They glide wider, but do not burn as good as the resin version. That's mm. what they're saying. Got it. Spro outsider crankbaits. It's not even sure. That is a giant bill. The lineup of cranes let me to make a yeah, I, don't, I just don't do a ton of deep, deep crank. Is that like a Johnston crankbait kind of a situation with Spro as far as making like those those small no. small mouth more you know oriented that have a big bill that you kind of see when when guys I'm do sure. crank up north? The shape of the body is very inviting for great hookups. Huh. <laughs> it's got an interesting fun. I guess that's a, a weight molded around that oh. rear. Yeah, where you're the weight system and the lineup of the crank allows me to make long casts. Says I see. Hmm. Then we got the mega lock, target lock, adapter, milfoil catcher. (laughs) (laughs) Milfoil catcher. Dude, I love it. Uh, So people are saying it's OSP inspired. So yeah, I guess that's That's what what you're saying. Yeah, that's what it kind of looked like to me is those OSP stuff. This is definitely the working man's mount, if you will, right? Like this is the budget (laughs) working man's. huge yozuri 3dr so they came out with a bunch of these 3drx versions these were all part of the preview um mm-hmm. yozuri i feel like it's something i need to try more of they come yeah. out they got pretty good baits at a pretty price point friendly i just haven't fished them me either I that's something amia needs to get in so that i'll order them and try them there you go right there add it to the list but like that's interesting the the 3db stuff i agree i think the only thing that i have that's yozuri is uh the walking bait 
that I think it was Card. You know, when Card was smoking them on Ten Killer and a, a yeah. bunch of places, like he is deadly with that thing. Mm-hmm. And it, I yeah. like it. It casts really well because it's heavy, so you can like really target cast with it. I've heard good things about their jerk baits, their popper, their walking bait, their lipless, and a few other things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Flay knife, definitely uh, for your, your catch and cook videos. You should get one of the. I preach everybody needs to do their part and eat more pike in Minnesota and Wisconsin. So um, get yourself one of these. So when you flay your pike and eat them, eat a pike, save a chatterbait, eat a pike, save a jig, and do your part. <laughs> I love it. Might as well make it easy on yourself. Uh, and then you got uh, Jig and Shadow Wrap. So this is like an upscale Jig and Wrap. That's cool for him, just with with his background and doing that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I didn't. I did not see this at the show. So it's a little bigger, maybe like premium hooks. A little different profile. Sure, it's heavy. Loves it when it just sinks right to the. It's crazy. Yeah. Then you got the uh, the G Man Meta Series. Speaking of what we're talking about, so supposedly two, three years in the making. Hopefully this is a, a high-end quality project that people can rely on from 13. Uh, yeah. To be determined. Supposedly these are band of the bone, G-Man rated. You know, obviously uh, there's been a few series of rods that 13 has come up with. People have uh, bashed on them for breaking easily. So, mm-hmm. um, and obviously... <laughs> Going through the prototypes on the Elite Series, there was plenty of videos of G-Man smashing through the... <laughs> so, hopefully they got it right, and we'll see. So, uh, time will tell. Yeah, it's cool to see. I, I don't know. Has he had a rod or reel line in the past? Do you know? I feel like he had a rod or two with Quantum at one point. Maybe not a full line, but I feel like he had a few rods, maybe? Sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I'm going to be doing any filleting videos. I don't know if that's really my niche. There are definitely some good videos on YouTube on how to clean a pike that I have watched before. So uh, just go watch theirs. I'm probably not going to remake those. Yeah, Fat Boy said he did with Quantum. <clears throat> but Quantum is pretty much like went from like, you know, you go back to like the 80s and 90s. Quantum had probably one of the most bad to the bone pro staffs ever right like guys like biffle oh i feel like and, you know what i mean out. like kevin you know, like yeah they, G-Man, they and, lot, and then they kind of just like jordan lee right i don't know if he's still with them or not but no he's jordan lee's got his signature pure fishing abu like which is kind of an entry level uh yeah absolutely quantum was like they had a stout i like it yeah Yeah, so, but they just like kind of uninvested, right? They were also acquired by, about by somebody. Were they acquired by striking and lose and that? Can, so I don't know if they're going to then become. But I because it was Zebco Quantum, but I feel like Zebco divest. I, I don't know, whatever. But like I feel like now they're just pushing that under lose to be kind of a bargain entry level. Um, yeah. <laughs> Those are harsh words, Kuda. Uh, yeah. <laughs> lost. yeah, they're part of Rather Outdoors. So I feel like they just kind of push that down to their entry level. You know, they just, I don't know. Maybe they just 
bottom and they're going to just make them go the way of the legends and the stratus. I, I was just going to say, like, it's like, is it one of those plays? It seems like though more on the, on the, the bait and rod and reel side of the industry versus the boat side. It's like, they're okay with having a lot of different brands at kind of different mm -hmm. price points versus like, yeah, exactly. When it's like legend boats, it's like, this is a direct competitor. Just be gone. <laughs> Yeah, Quantum had some good stuff for a while, for sure. I got some buddies that love the smokes and some of those reels, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like they've just really they've kind of given up. They just kind of like we're not we're not promoting, we're not backing anybody, we're not investing. We're just it's kind of a legacy brand. So yeah, so we're gonna jump over uh, to the uh, the the wired to fish has got three hundred and thirteen. Uh, so the the Rocco Five. This is one that I actually didn't hear a peep about until the actual show. No, and you 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 like cranking with Rapala stuff, don't you? Yeah, I mean uh, a lot of DT sixes and things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. I had some. I caught some fish on the uh, the OG Mini um, along with the Fritz side this spring. Mm -hmm. But uh, so I, yeah, I don't know what the situation behind this one is like a. It almost looks a little bit like a square build scatter wrap design. Okay. Without the scatter wrap bill. Um, so it is a right? It's a square bill, circuit board lip, highly castable. So it's just, I don't know. Seems like whatever put Ott puts his name on these new, uh, you know, crankbaits, they've been, they've been winners lately. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Vista Outdoors bought Sims. Did oh, see that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that happened last, like just like the week after I cast. So I don't know much about that. So, wow, I saw Sims there. Sims had a, a huge booth and we're doing business behind their little booth area and stuff. Countdown Elite. So this is like a high end countdown. I mean, that's probably one of the oldest. Is it Balsa? I think it is this one. Born of the sawdust from that alludes to wood, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> what it sounds like. I feel like all the other Ots garage baits, yeah, round balsa bait. Yeah. Then you got your countdown minnow, which has always been more of a multi-species bait. You could definitely catch bass on it, but uh uh I don't know. This is not necessarily here's that uh jigging shadow wrap. Whoa. Footsteps of the original jigging wrap, mm -hmm. the much lighter has a slower darting action. So this is actually a lighter the opposite of or slower down. gliding jigging wrap. Hmm. That might be better for a little bit shallower than like Ooh, seven. look at this is interesting. Double Come split? Dual dual split rings. Wow, I didn't see that. Hmm. That That's is cool. interesting. Cuz I want to say keeping fish pinned was sometimes an issue on these. Now, do you, have you heard of anyone else across the country? I mean, it's interesting. I've never fished Table Rock, but I fished Lake of the Ozarks and, you know, it's like completely different from Table Rock. And I mean, are there other places where you've heard of guys going and, and doing that like super deep stuff that, that Cody does there? You do hear it, uh, Northern's like some up here for smallmouth, like fall, yeah. winter, like, you know, Northern Minnesota, Northern Wisconsin, you hear about some of that stuff. Okay. Like I think you, if you go back to some of the stuff that Matt Stefan talks about doing his like late super fall small mall stuff, you'll actually some of that stuff, like what Bart was doing with the chasing ghost series, like mm -hmm. they do some of that stuff 
uh, fishing pretty deep. Heck yeah. To me, not iCast worthy. You put a longer leader on your Tokyo <laughs> rig. At an inch. All right. New yeah. show product. A smaller Largo shad. Same not way. worth talking about. Yeah. New frog colors. Not worth talking about. Rocket spinning reel. So you got a high speed spinner. This is kind of interesting. I, I've never been a big Abu spinning reel guy. Um, but coming out with a high speed spinner, this is this is a new product. This is worth a conversation, I guess. I don't know if I, I need this in my life, but there's probably some niche for this. Yeah, I mean, and I don't I've never used it or anything. I, I messed with it there. Bailey said um he really, really likes it. Everything except the color is atrocious, and I'm on board with that. I do not like a bright red reel, but it looked good at this kayak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it would look good with. Revo X combo, two hundred dollar price point. I feel like there's a lot of companies going after that market, and it only makes sense for pure fishing. Mm-hmm. Power Stinger. This is a category winner. I don't feel like this is much different than most of the bladed minnows out there already. Sure. <clears throat> Sorry, don't think I that do was a that did not deserve to be a category winner. That mm-hmm. was marketing dollars well spent to get that. Yeah. Um, I think the the slobber knocker is something I'll probably try. I agree. Um, I don't know that it should have been a category winner as a me too of a bladed jig. I mean, I guess there's enough innovation to get around the uh, Z-Man patent. You probably should be rewarded for that, I guess, to some degree, maybe. (laughs) But uh, this is something I'll give it a try. I don't know if it's going to replace the the Z-Man custom and the Z-Man jackhammer, but uh, I don't know. At 14 bucks, it's not, they're not giving them away. So this is still a, a premium mm-hmm. bladed jig, but uh, I think it's worth a shot in, in certain situations. No doubt. Jay is all about that bright red reel. <clears throat> there you go. Now the question is, does Omnia have the new reel up yet? I guess I it would be. I'd, I'd like to. Right now. I actually, uh, <laughs> This I, I pretty much sit on the uh, <laughs> the new arrivals, and whenever I go there, I just refresh this page to see what they've added. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. I really like the I, my favorite feature with Omni. Well, two things really, uh, three things. The app is fantastic. The um, ability to have an email reminder, and then also your rewards if yeah. you're a premium member is worth it. 100% if you're going to spend more than 300 bucks on tackle. They got some new t-shirts so you can start changing up your wardrobe. Nice. And I guess speaking of if you're a member and you've been letting your uh, points stack up, they do have Mega Live. They've got the new Garmin 34. They've got some like electronics. So if you've been stacking up hundreds of dollars in points and you want to get 10% back, this could be a good opportunity to get some electronics if you were thinking about it. So when it's hard to get discounts or even find them, that can be a way to save a few bucks. So, no doubt. Oh, all right. So, uh, clicking Fritz side. So, they came out with a bunch of clicking versions. Fritz side is a good bait. So, I guess in dirtier water situations. Uh, sure. Sure, it could play. Yeah. New t shirts, new designs. Get excited. <laughs> Uh, 
Berkeley Juke Saltwater 85. So this is a saltwater jerk bait. Not my big salt. So this is the uh, Justin Atkins, not the cheater, was holding this up in the previous one. So we kind of touched on this one. This is a category winner that Spiderwire Hive is. People have mixed feelings about the quality of Spiderwire over the years. So I don't know. Like some people say they love it. Some people say it's not been good for them. I haven't fished a lot of it. Me either. Yeah, I, I don't know if I ever have. Um, I think I saw them like boasting some like where they had it set up and they were doing abrasion tests and it was supposed to be super good, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it did that, that abrasion test was kind of interesting. It was like those weights that were holding it, holding it down. And then it was like a, a roller. Yeah. It was like on sandpaper or something. What are your thoughts on this? I hate it. Do you? I mean, I, I hate all the edge boxes. I just, yeah. The thought of spending $40 on a tackle box drives me nuts. I'm with you. I'd rather buy three jackhammers than a $40 tackle box. That's a ne- very valid point. I've never caught a bass on a tackle box. <laughs> you never caught a bat. Well, but you've definitely caught a bass, not in a new Camus either. Right. What I'm saying is like, how does this help me catch more fish? I agree. I agree. I thought it was innovative. I thought, I thought from that perspective again, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of, I've only got one edge box and it's like the bladed jig box or whatever. And it just is a, is a mess because they all slide out and they don't hold in place. Uh, I think the technology of having a rust resistor is already in some boxes. I do like the idea of being able to hang frogs like that, but, uh, I'm also kind of in the same boat. My frog box is just a traditional, you know, 3,700 or whatever, maybe a little deeper. And I just put some baby powder in there to, you know, make sure water and stuff stays off of your um, skirts and doesn't mess them up. Um, I have not directly passed that on, but I think you only get you get a T-shirt, so it would probably be what like if you spent a uh, hundred bucks, you could get a sun shirt for ten dollars, maybe. Or if you spent one fifty or two hundred, you get a sun shirt, maybe. That'd be cool. That'd be real cool, especially. I I know it seems like to me, uh, Omnia really cares about their clothes. Even their their hoodies too are super comfortable and like high quality. It's not just your run of the mill cheap hoodie too. So like, I feel like if they're gonna make a sun shirt, they're gonna make it right. They're not just gonna make a quick and easy sun shirt. I think it'd be pretty high quality. So, Tech Warehouse says jackhammers for ten eighty six right so, now. But let's do so. Let's let's look at this. That sounds like a great deal. But if I go here, oh, I hate when it does that. I bet you they would price match. Right. <laughs> I think they do price match. So if you called up Omni and you really want to order Omnia, I think if you send them a message, right? So $15.99. So if I add that to the cart. what? Look, it's not just them. All these, All these places have it discounted right now. Midway USA does, Cabela's does. I wonder if there's like something. I mean, for a while there. But what if I do? Omnia Omnia had it HB 22 August, right? I apply that. Now it's 1360. If I get 10% back in Omnia rewards. I see where you're going. Now I'm down to 1130. It's really not that much different. It's 50 cents difference. 
and your cents is 50 cents but like if you're using a 50 percent off code and then a 10 percent back in rewards you're really not that far off okay <laughs> plus you can get one of their sweet t-shirts big plus but yeah i, I don't think 36 like a, a regular plano or flambeau box stores my frogs just fine yeah no issues all right Ice rod case, keep moving. Uh, youth combo, that's great. Here's the ugly stick, two-handed catfish scale. So this is the new Garmin saltwater live scope that shoots to like nine thousand feet or five hundred feet. So this is this is gonna come to the freshwater game, and this is gonna be controversial, and people are gonna have to get this. Yeah, interesting. I mean, uh, I. I really didn't know that they weren't already being used in saltwater. So um, I guess it makes sense to be able to go super deep and like think about how big a fish would look on forward facing sonar <laughs> that's like 500 pounds. Gary's saying this is the anti slobber knocker sale. Getting everybody <laughs> to stock up so that when the slobber knockers are available, like, oh, I already got 50 bladed jigs. I don't need them. That's a good point. I like it. All right, uh, ice fishing bundle pass. Lose American Hero. Um, so yeah, is this to give? Is this uh, combat grips? Uh, so do they give something? I don't. I'm not familiar with their American fan, Hero family. Do they, I assume a proceeds of this goes to something? That's but, what I'm thinking, but I, I'm not familiar with it either. I guess I would put that in the description. If that is, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah, the uh, at one point Dobbins had a partnership with uh, Army Bass Anglers, and they had a yeah, coalition. And uh, they did proceeds, and that was cool. Those were super popular. Mm-hmm. Catfish. We're gonna stick to bass stuff. So if you're offended by me skipping by saltwater and catfish stuff, then I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Lose custom light. I've heard these are actually pretty solid spinning reels. I haven't fished them, but Pete at Omnia spoke highly of these. So, isn't that what was sent to Jay early during the elite so. event? Maybe, yeah. There's the uh, lose elite rods. So yeah, lose coming out with a bunch of products. Solid stuff. I don't know much about them. I've liked loose stuff. I don't know. I've got a couple little loose things, and I've, I haven't had any issues. I've kind of stuck with Shimano and Dio my entire life and really haven't ventured out much. Right. Yeah. More bright colors on reels. It's hard to find time for salt when you live in the Midwest. <laughs> I couldn't be further from the salt. Literally. Literally couldn't be further away. Like, no matter which direction I go, the closest thing I get to salt is angry Karens on the shorelines of lakes I fish. <laughs> Salty. Braid scissors. Side cutters. Pliers. More bright rods at price points. Here's their Elite $500 rod, so this is I feel like wasn't this out before or is this, I don't know. I feel like they already had, <clears throat> I don't know. Real. Have you tried any of the high end loose stuff? I never have. No, I, 
I don't think it was a high end reel. I mean, it was like a, I don't know, 200 or $180 kind of price point reel that I liked a lot. Um, but I haven't had their like super high end stuff. It looks, I mean, I'm sure it's quality. Yeah. Cool. Daniel confirms they do. So that's awesome. Donate. Just so many models and so many different brands. It's hard to keep them all. Strict Magic Jr. We talked about that. There's the filler worm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, KVD alert jerkbait. Didn't we already have this? 12 new KVD approved colors. Not oh, worth sure. talking about. Like, yeah. Why is that? I don't care. Yeah, I'm with you. We talked about the menace worm. So this was interesting. The scone bug, which I feel like is like halfway between a, a menace scrub and a rage bug. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Do I, do I, I need something between those two baits? I don't know. It's a good point. <laughs> like, I don't know. At some point, every crop variation is the same in the bass. But I already have menace scrubs. Yeah. I already have rage bugs. Do I need something halfway in between? I'm not sure that I do. Yeah. Tim won a lose tier one. Nice. Nice. Good old gramps. Fishing with gramps. Yeah, and I already have the ultravive speed cross. I think that's what that was going after. That's like, but they're like, I feel like they're just cannibalizing what they're. I mean, I feel like this is literally if you you're just gonna buy less menace scrubs, you're gonna buy less rage bugs. Like that's a good point. Like I feel like I was a traditional rage bug kind of a situation, and then now have gone more to a menace style bait, and and it's like. Yeah, now I might try those out, but I for sure won't be getting more traditional rage. Right. Uh, shallow hybrid hunter. I tried throwing the hybrid hunter last week a little bit over milfoil because I've heard like how great it is around like hydrilla and stuff. Yeah. Seemed to come through it pretty good, but I didn't get any bites. Okay. So it's something that I'm keeping on my radar to try to like, because it's supposed to be like a killer grass crankbait, and I'm going to keep trusting it. Yeah. I mean, no, same. Like, I mean, just the tournament success and with how much live fishing that you and I both watch, it's like, uh, it played a big factor on a tournament. So I picked some up, uh, at the Delta this year, I flew in and fished as a co-angler there. Uh, and in practice, I caught hmm. quite a few small fish on it. Um, a lot of grass did, similar. Did they to hit it hard? hard? Was it like, yeah, it was good, man. Like it, it was like, you know, the guy I was traveling with was like, dude, you're catching another one on that. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like another one, another one and in the tournament. I didn't really do it at all, but, um i'm excited i'll be fishing an aba championship later this year on havasu in the fall where it's where it's very much a grass bite kind of a situation um and the shallower stuff i'd like to i'm gonna try it down there nice yes i have yet to catch one on it i haven't thrown it a ton but i like the smaller one it seemed um Mm. the big one i'm sure plays when there's big bait around but it's a solid jig. Striking makes good stuff. I'm a fan of tungsten jigs. Pretty decent price point, six fifty. Mm-hmm. Looks solid. Tungsten. Cracking jig head. I feel like there's plenty of those already out there. I think that's a big, big thing with all these brands we're seeing a trend in is just making a complete line. Yeah, I mean, that, that was like, a big takeaway I had. Like as far as like, I mean, Spro coming out with stuff uh, all sorts of terminal and 
spinner baits and things like that. And then you see the same thing with Berkeley and then Shimano. Like, I mean, it's just crazy. It was like almost like a year of the spinner baits to some extent with that. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone coming out with a spinner bait. And it's like, how, how much different can a spinner bait really be? Like I find one spinner bait that I like and I don't really change from that. And maybe that's a, a negative thing, but it's like, they all kind of look the same to me. Yeah. I think you can fish a hybrid hunter open water, but it supposedly excels in grass. Like that's where it shines. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have enough experience to really say that's what the people that catch them, like Big Todd, Castledine, keep yeah. preaching. Um, I think it has. It's it is fairly erratic. I feel like it does kind of. It's loud, man. It is it's loud. It's like it's a very loud, like a Vixen square bell. <laughs> yeah, to to me, it's like it's like a wake bait that's subsurface. It's you know, it's a yeah. very shallow diving, and that's the reason it excels in grass. Is it stays um, really shallow even if you're in in thicker grass i don't know why i want a more expensive thunder cricket <laughs> i don't know what the advantage of a tungsten thunder cricket is you're gonna have probably less blade contact with a smaller head and more pike easier for the pike to swallow it is that what we're going for <laughs> no, i don't know expensive bait. I, I don't know i like tungsten for certain things but those things usually touch the bottom in my head mm-hmm that's a good way to look at it on what where tungsten is actually useful. Big worm, big perm. I don't throw a lot of big worms, but for you ledge guys, maybe this is interesting. It's the same as every other big magnum worm. 13 fishing CB trout. Probably not going to buy this. If I want to throw swim baits, I'm probably not going to buy a 13. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting looking design. I looked at this there. Yeah, it was, it's kind of like drilled out. I mean, it just I don't know if it's just an eye-catching thing, right? Like as much of this stuff is versus actual use for it. I see that they 13 is now using VMC hooks through their partnership. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people have used it. Did I not putting if you're using the new one, Gene, right? And you can only use it once per month. Also, so if you use July's code and you try to use July code again, most codes are once per month now. So not sure if that helps you, Gene. Have anybody tried? I didn't know Spro had Braider Floral. Yeah, they put new line out. Um, that's the other thing I've been noticing too is is just the amount of line companies. Like for a while there, right, it was it was really only a handful of brands. And now it's like, I don't know if everyone just found the dealers overseas and there's everyone's cranking out the same lines or if there's actual differences in some of this stuff. I'm not going to spend much time. We can, I don't, I don't have much to say about 13 fishing. I'm not super excited about. (laughs) Man, they've got a bunch of stuff, don't they? That exists. Your, your, your family friendly bargain spinning. (laughs) I forget what these, these are like, yeah, $859. I'm sure it's awesome. A very nice, wonderful price point. So this is, I mean, this is interesting for you uh, Tatula fans. I mean, I love Tatula reels. I've not played with their rods, but the $230 combo, interesting. I feel like it would make less sound because if the head's smaller, is the blade even going to touch it? Fishing Southeast says the JDM Tungsten Jackhammer has gotten him places that other jackhammers didn't. And the JDM one you're saying has tungsten? Had yeah, tungsten. there's a JDM version that, of Jackal Jackhammer that you can get. <clears throat> um, 
I think Gerald was brought into 13 after the partnership was already formed, and that's kind of how Gerald ended up with 13. Hmm. I assume he's talking about the hybrid hunter around Wood. See that? I think I would rather have eight Fuegos than one exists, to be honest. What's the price point on the Fuego? It was ninety nine. It might be one hundred nine now, or one like it might have went up. I don't know. A lot of places. That's awesome. But yeah, it's right around a hundred bucks. Heck yeah! I've probably caught more fish on my Fuego spinning reel than any of the others because I got it on my wacky rig rod, and it's just been. What's crazy to me with some of this stuff, Rich, is like, I just kind of wrote down just a couple of notes before sure. of what I liked. And it's like, it just shows more of kind of this marketing ploy before I cast and after mm-hmm. I cast like so much of this stuff that I was kind of looking at of smaller companies is like, you know, they're not shown in any of this stuff on Bassmasters website on wired the fish, like, um, even on like, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to me to see how much of that doesn't play. And it, like you said, it really, at the end of the day, it comes down to numbers. And if, if you're paying Bassmaster, you're going to get the nod on, on what gets released. Yeah. Did you have any nuggets? That you um, saw? yeah, you know, two, two things to me, like, uh, frog wise, um, the toad thumper frogs, which I think have already been out, but they were there. And I think they, I don't know if they just had new, new colors in them, but that material, um, is really soft and it's actually, I think it's one of the, the, the guys, um, Who's the band that sponsors um, Whiskey Myers? Yeah, Whiskey Myers. I think it's the drummer in Whiskey Myers' company, which is really cool. But anyways, that Toad Thumper frog, it's like a $10 frog, and it was wicked, man. Like, it was a pretty incredible frog. Um, and uh, I really like the colors on it, and that's, like, painted on on the bottom, too. It's not just, like, spray. That's actual paint. Um, and then uh, G-Rat also came out with a new frog, very similar as, as far as a really soft body and uh seem like solid hooks what's interesting about these two real quick on the toad thumper um that hook size sorry is i was really digging into the hook size because you know frog fishing you're just trying to get your best hookup ratio it's a very it's it's kind of an in between a thick and a thin wire it's a thinner wire gauge hook than like your spro frog and so i was kind of asking him about it and i'm like hey did you you know what's what's the reasoning behind this it seems like a little bit of a thinner hook and they did a bunch of testing with a bunch of different hooks um, from, you know, just 0.00 whatever one difference in gauge of wire. And that hook was their best hookup ratio without it bending out on a big one kind of a situation. And they're, they're in Arkansas and able to catch a lot of frogfish. So it was, it was interesting to kind of dive into the details there, but I really like the hook. It's really soft frog. So I'm, I'd like to try those out for sure. Cool. And you said G-Rat's got a frog. Yeah, G-Rat came out with a new frog. G-Rat had some cool stuff there. Let's see if I can find G-Rat's frog. What was that thing called? What is that thing? Oh, my gosh. It's like a jig with a bill. Yeah, like 
it's called the the G Rat uh, Con Frog. That thing was sweet too. I don't know what this. Th- that is interesting. It almost looks like a saltwater bait, where it's like a hard head and then a frilly back end. That's crazy. So it's basically a square bell jig, right? He's saying Rusty Saints Cody Canada. That's sick. Big fan of Whiskey Myers. It's cool. They're they're an awesome group. And they've got that a G-Bait's weedless vibrating jig, which I imagine has a split ring. Yeah. I don't see the frog on the tackle warehouse. So I just typed in G-Rat, G-Rat frog on Google, and it came up in tackle warehouse as the pre-order for it. So it's interesting because, oh. yeah, I didn't see the on there either, but then when I this one? I've got it called the con frog. Nope. I think that's the one I was looking at. But same same kind of deal. I mean, it's a real soft frog. Just cool to me to see other frogs. I I like frog fishing a lot, so I'm always trying to find something that's a little different. Um, but it's pretty similar. It's like a spro, but to me it had a softer body. Cool, cool. Um, what else that was kind of unique i don't know if you saw the dolvita fishing reel safe uh talked to those guys for a while i think it's more of a saltwater thing but it's like this giant box for housing fishing reels and i think um best on tour did a write-up on it too but uh it's almost like i think of like high-end gun safes or like i mean a cigar box or a, a wine deal like it's got a humidifier in it or a dehumidifier in it to get rid of your excess water on your reels and maintain that grease and all that stuff especially on the salt water and corrosion side of things um and you literally like put your rods or your reels in there and your rods are sticking out and it's like locks and stuff so like i don't know for some of these salt water guys that maybe keep their gear right on the outside of their boat or also when you bring it back home but you know it, he was kind of explaining how it could be used in freshwater stuff but to me it was like i don't know how many guys are really going to actually utilize this i really take my reels off my rods to be honest they just sit on the rods well, no, that's what's crazy about this is like the rods stay on there. So like you just stick them in and your rod is sticking out. I'll try and find what it's called. It's called Dolvita, D-O-L-V-I-T-A. And it's a startup out of Florida. But interesting. Um, yeah, it was kind of an interesting deal, like just something unique. Um, let's see what else did I have down. Talk to ARC stuff. Oh, BKK uh ned rigs and hooks i don't know if you've heard of bkk at all mm-hmm. um did a show with them a while back but i kind of just followed their stuff like it's a think of a um i mean they're a major saltwater player and they've kind of looked at the u.s freshwater market and they uh they had some really cool stuff there they've got a really slick coating really <laughs> sharp hooks and jacopo galele um created their ned rig and I think had a lot of play on their their drop shot and wacky rig hooks for up north. But their Ned rig is tungsten, and um, I've just had a hard time finding a Ned rig that I really, really like. Like, I seem to always have a good hookup ratio, but not, like, something that I'm super confident in. I kind of just grab whatever one I've been catching fish on. Um, but it seemed to have a really nice kind of not-too-thick, not-too-thin wire hook for Ned rigs, and it's tungsten, and then it has, like, little grip deals on the bottom. 
And I'm surprised that like that isn't in any of these publications, right? Like as far as that, that that's a new release product. Yeah, I don't even see it on Dagmar House either. Yeah. yeah, I'm not seeing it like anywhere. But that was something that was there. Oh, it's, I, it's, there's a video of it from someone posting from iCast itself. Um, I think some of these, right, some of these small companies, I don't think even realize what it takes to get noticed. Right. right? They don't know that they need to like, hey, I need to reach out to Tackle or else I need to reach out to my vendors. I need to like, you know, should I even, I got it. I should have <laughs> Stephanie t- chooses me over Carrie Underwood. Wow. But yeah, I, I agree. Like it's, it seems like, uh, um, and that's, that's a new perspective for me too. Just not being there previously to ICAST. Like it's wild to see some of these small brands not get any recognition whatsoever. And it kind of just shows the, the marketing power again. But, um, I thought they were making some cool stuff. Remind me to send you some samples of the Bass Tech Tungsten Neds. Yeah, man, absolutely. <laughs> Can't find a good one. So, uh, let's, uh... Cool. Oh, one one other one uh, that was not tackle related, but they're a new jack plate company, which okay. is an interesting hydraulic jack plate company. I mean, really, it's always been dominated by TH Marine and Bob's, and, and, and uh, it's called Powertran. But it was cool because on the actual on on your button that would you would mount on your dash on your boat, it has memory settings. So like say, you know, exactly, you know, you want your jack plate three inches low in rough water. Um, you can just hit memory setting two and it'll drop it right to it. So if you start getting into some chop or something, you can sure. drop it down and same deal if you're getting shallow. So I don't know. I like that versus oh, yeah, like my absolute glass calm top speed. This is the right. This like, is it. Yeah. And it also had an, I don't know. Um, I don't have a hydraulic jack plate. I've always just been enamored by them, but like, um, it also had the ability, and this was, they were saying was important to like walleye guys. If, if, you know, as jack plates are starting to become more popular, even in that realm, but it has a button on that mounts actually on the jack plate that's on the jack plate. So you can raise it, say you got into trouble somewhere. It's very easy to manually raise it, but also if you're pulling off the water and rather than wanting to just trim up or something, I guess some guys want to keep their, or like when you're like, get right. Wrapping up end of the day. You want to drain right or whatever yeah like you just have or, or you're like backing it in and some people need to adjust their jack plate height going in and out of their garage right so that'd be nice yeah that's a good yeah. point as far as if it's like a especially if it's like a tall walleye boat with a 450 horsepower motor on it or something like. well, well even it might like with the new 250 right it sits much higher than my the merc yeah. Mer- you know my merc now is way taller than my old merc. really i need it to like have my design. jack plate all the way down when i go in my garage there you go yeah just to have if i don't want to like take the transom mount down right <laughs> yeah but those were kind of the, the smaller takeaways that i had cool. um, just that weren't shown so it's cool that uh i don't know that was good to be able to have those because i really expected them to be in some of these publications and i haven't really looked post icast on what was released but it's crazy like none of that stuff was in there yeah i think i think a lot of companies don't realize all the work they need to do before they get there and after they to really get noticed and be prepared and i think that's why some of them get missed Mm-hmm. Uh, BFS, what just general BFS? Like, I'm just not interested. Do you have interest in BFS? No, yeah, I like my, my spinning rod's just fine with you. 
in general, not a fan of screw lock shaky heads that have the fixed screw. I feel like that affects hookups. Mm, interesting. I don't fish a shaky head enough to really see the difference, but uh, makes sense. This is kind of freedom speak. This is not one that I had seen before. This is what I would classify as a niche small brand getting into this article. Yeah, freedom speed freak. I've never freedom. Are they a saltwater brand too, or? Got a two barb sticky bait keeper, premium nickel hook, size stamped on the head, which is nice. You don't see that a lot. Um, and spinner baits, anyways. Yeah, filter blade, which allows for an erratic action from the blade. So they have a, I mean, I don't know. That's cool, right? I mean, they got a small company, their own custom blade. I don't know. That's pretty cool. It looks like they've got a, on Tackle Warehouse, they've got a, a double willow spinner bait. This is previous that is on like a swing head mm. as far as the hook. So they make a couple. It looks like they've they've got a couple. Oh, is this part of Freedom Tackle? Yes. Like, oh, okay. So I guess that's they've been out. Bait fuel. We're not going to talk about bait fuel. <laughs> so the net bait has their whole series of bait fuel infused baits. So if you love bait fuel, they have now infused all their plastics with them. The lollipop. I like the name. I don't know that bait infused topwater frogs are necessary. <laughs> that doesn't seem. Yeah. Snake proof smash mouth popper frog. Hmm. You know, one, one uh, West Coast deal at the Delta, man, some of those guys have like our diehard old school snag proof frogs. Like they pay tons of money for, for the ones that are left originally on ebay and stuff and it was interesting like looking at some guys like you know these frogs look gross and just in color and are so mm-hmm. beat up but it's like just whatever that design was but i i didn't know that those were such a thing back especially there hmm. see i feel like this one Dude, i'm lost would have thought like this would have had a better chance of winning hard bait over a slobber knocker because this is whether it works or not clearly more different. original more innovation more different <laughs> than another bladed jig they're saying it's like a, the Carolinas, right? It's like for for those herring fish. Herring lakes and yeah. So I could see that the herring lakes, the needlefish in the Florida. It just seems like this blade would really block that rear hook from hookups. That's a good point. And that's what it's saying is like it's better for your hookup ratio for when you're like reeling a top. Maybe it is. I guess I just have to see it, right? I feel like I probably will buy one just to try it, maybe. Yeah. Um, but also this pull point, I feel like. How does that affect hookup? I feel like it would be weird, but hmm. supposedly as actually developed by Ron Davis, who invented the original Rad Lures chatterbait. So it's got a track record for building winners. So doesn't that look like the head on the back of it there? The head the, of the old the rage blade. Early, yeah, yeah. No, the striking rage the blade. Striking, that's right. Yeah, the striking rage yeah, blade. It does. Z Man heads. Micro TRD. I don't know if I need something smaller than the TRD. Wow, that is ridiculous. Is this for like crappie fishing? I think I think that's for like the micro fishing movement. I saw something on that before this started. Like like the people who are like catching super small fish. Hmm. I don't know. That was my takeaway. But this is for Debo. Debo. (laughs) This is for the micros. (laughs) (laughs) The micros. That is the beauty of the net bait 
bait fuel infusion because it has no flavor or smell. You don't know if you're getting ripped off or not. <laughs> they charge you an extra $2 per package or whatever yeah. it is, but it's like, who knows? Genius. Super smart. All right. Well, I'm not part of the oh, micro movement. Oh my I've, gosh. Look at all these little micro baits. I like my swim jigs custom poured and hand tied. <laughs> I like my my super K's, my Bovarnies, those kind of places. I'm not big into the the mass produced ones. I don't know why you need toes on a toad, but looks I guess. Yeah, I I thought the the, the Z Man goat was already a top water toad. I don't know why we need it. So Z Man's coming out with more profiles. This is the uh, the Latimer shaky head. Hmm. The shake my head jig head. So somewhat clever. I'm not a big fan of a Laztec when it comes to shaky heads and things where I'm actually going to text pose or, you know, I, I really only like a Laztec when I'm fishing an open hook jig. I, get I don't that. like Texas rigging or text posing Z-Man because I feel like it leads to problems on hookup. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, and like... It- I don't know. I really, I like, like you said, I like a last tech in a lot of situations, but I've never used one in a open hook situation. Huh? Looks saltwater-ish. Yeah, it does. Looks like a storm. Apparel, yeah. Yeah. Let's keep going. No, crap your odds. Jinko. I don't know. I've never really used any Jenko stuff. Me either. I've heard good things, but I, yeah, same here. I've never really used any of their stuff. Tube heads. Those actually look like they'd be decent stupid tube hooks. Yeah, I like the, the angle. Or you can just get them from AJ in the chat at Horseshoe Customs. Boom. There's one rigged up for you guys right there. Uh... G-Force Real Oil. Nomad Designs. Chug, Clever name. Chug Norris. <laughs> Kudos on the name. I don't know if I'll buy it. Look at how big the mouth is on that yeah. thing. That is wild. That thing is wild, like a saltwater bit. I've never heard of Nomad. Crankbait. Jerkbaits. Real tree, real tree. We'll just uh, eagle claw, travel rods. Here's space for travel rods. The trout, no, Tokyo punch rig kit. So this is like their answer to the Tokyo rig. Yeah, the big, the long Tokyo rig or whatever. Look at all those components on the bottom. Yeah, you get a whole kit. Like a Carolina rig kit for your Mm -hmm. punching. Crappie jigs. What is that? vertical jigging tubes oh that's probably a actually that's that's good i like that that makes sense especially just with trocar being in denver here but like the lake trout movement um a lot of guys vertical jig for big lakers on all these mountain lakes um with a big tube but i like how it's kind of centered like that you could have it be completely flat but not really a bass thing, I don't think. Kuda says, Nomad saltwater poppers are the deal. Matt says, the popper sounds like a brick hitting the water when it chucks. (laughs) Costa, 
gets the Ned Senko. So this is a less salty version. Here's news for you guys. You can probably just take a dinger and cut the tail off, and you're going to get the same thing for a lot less. Probably. Hard facts. So here's like the Yamamoto Slinko, which is basically like a ring fry and a Senko had a baby. Probably I'll catch them. Mm-hmm. Proven bait. They came out with a bunch of different sizes in the shad shaped worm. That's a good I mean, bait. Wasn't that a, what was it always a four inch or something? I'm not sure exactly what size it was, but it's a small drop shot kill. I mean, like the shad shape's oh, yeah. a proven proven winner. I use that for sure. Yeah. Speed Senko. Hmm. I'm sure it catches them. Down in Florida and stuff. I mean, I feel like as fast as you go through speedworms, I can't imagine how soft a Yamamoto one. <laughs> That's a good point. Wear through them. Hopefully, they, they took some of the salt out. Yeah. Three inch Seiko for your smaller jatterbaits. Not probably new. So here's the five inch. So maybe the old one was a four inch. Have you messed with some of the smaller chatterbaits like that they're branding more towards smallmouth? I bought a couple of the Mini Max. Okay. They. They, they, I haven't caught much on them. Okay. Um, but they have. They, they definitely feel more like a. At least the Mini Max feels more like a lipless when you reel it in than a thump of a. And I feel like yeah. in the right situation, small bait schooling fish, it definitely should play. I haven't had any luck on it. Gotcha. Good point. Yeah, I've seen a few comments about the the Shimano Maravel. I think that will be a winner. Um. This is probably my favorite color, Shad Shape Worm, the baby bass. Dude, that's a great Yamamoto color for everything. Yeah. Bill Lewis, ATO, Scribble. Yeah, I think the Maravel is going to be a winner. That'll be probably one when they're, I think they're not supposed to be available till October, but. Mm-hmm. Little Tommy says, Smitty Max slays in the ponds. I haven't thrown, I did throw it from shore quite a bit this spring, and for whatever reason, I just didn't catch much on the days I went, so. Uh, Michael says Minimax has worked for him. So this is the scope stick. Poor choice of, I guess it looks better on your the screen than my screen, but it's very washed out on my monitor over here. <laughs> like, but supposedly this is a taller jerk bait, and when it jerk it, it's supposed to go sideways, so it's easier to see on your front-facing sonar. Dude, I, I think this is more of just like a similar to the sonar minnow, like just trying to jump on a trend. Yeah. Um. The reason being is like in my experience with forward facing sonar, like the easiest baits to pick up are an A rig and a jerk bait. Because a jerk bait pauses, it just I don't know, it's bright to me on forward facing sonar and an A rig's just massive, so like you can see everything. But like, you know, it, I don't know how much you really need more of or how much it actually is gonna play, but I don't know. All right. Public service announcement leader fluorocarbon leader line is a waste of money don't buy 25 and 50 yards bulls of fluorocarbon the cost you're paying per yard is like five or ten x if you would just buy a spool of tatsu and use that for leader line i'm i'm in agreement. don't the do o- it people the don't only the <laughs> Actually, maybe as, maybe as a co, right? Having small lines and stuff like that. But like, I've got one of those, I think, in like six pound that I never, I don't, I don't like drop shot and super light. I'm normally like a seven or eight pound guy, but uh, I think I have some five or six pound in that exact gold label. But like, I don't, 
I was like, oh, well, it's nice to have it like be so small, but like realistically, it's not that much smaller than a normal spool is anyways. And I'm on the same boat. Like all my other stuff is just yeah. in my boat on. Yes. If you're getting spool. true shock leader for like specialized, like salt water, that kind of stuff, but for fresh water, drop shot, shaky head, normal finesse stuff, leader material is a scam. Floros floral. You can buy just good premium cigar. P line, Sunline, whatever your fluorocarbon of choices, just buy there, not super cheap stuff. Use that as leader line. You're going to be money ahead. You're going to be happy. Bigger spools of SmackDown. That is not ICAST worthy. <laughs> CBD sports cream. So here's kind of your your fringe stuff, right? Your your uh, yeah. pain it, creams. It, yeah. They, they, I feel uh, like I need that for my shoulder right now. I feel like I might need to try some of this. Dude, I don't know. I've heard like the only person I've, I've never used CBD oils or anything like that, but like my grandmother has used some, some, some CBD oil lotion and uh, apparently it's, it works great. There you go. Grandma Deacon approved. Grandma Deacon approved, man. So this is the controversial uh, St. Croix, right? Supposedly they, met with a smaller Wisconsin rod company that would had been working on this, whether they were the original designer or not to be determined. Uh, But then basically after their meetings, they just came out with it and never really worked with the small company that they basically had legitimate conversations with. So Sacro is getting some heat for that. I don't know really all the history, but. Interesting, man. Is that like, and I don't know, especially being Midwest there, is that actually like a player in the musky world? If you guys have something, I don't know. Like I honestly hadn't heard of it until I started to see the the the, the blowback from this at iCast. Yeah, but supposedly for bigger musky baits and things like that, it's more comfortable to like ergonomic to do certain stuff. styles of baits. I'm not sure what it is. Hmm. Uh, more Saint Croix. Croix the got rods like are the same. Yeah, Saint we talked about the arm and joint. Should have got like a big swim bait guy on their on their pro staff just to release that rod with. Shimano. See, there's more spinner baits. AJ says, as a co, get a fly fishing tippet holder for your leaders. Oh, there you go. The more you know. Fish in the Southeast says, new mangroves are stiffer than old mangroves. Older mag dress are a little... Oh, huh. Yeah, this is actually like... So Shimano really like... Dude, they went, went hard on a lot of their stuff, but they really didn't talk about these new spinnerbaits much. Hmm. So we've talked about the World Pops and the World Minnows. We talked about those. X-Bride B, great. People love X-Brides. You probably never get one in stock. <laughs> There's the Maravel. I think this will be a winner. I, I'll probably, this is like basically getting all your CI4 technology down at a $130 price point. So now you're basically okay. getting all that technology of the Vanfords and the CI4s down into a, a price point reel. So that's that's going to be a win. Nice. Shimano SLX rods. So it'll be what, $100 rods? Look at that. Another bright color. Yep. Bright blue. They, went, they just put it right on the, it used to be blue accents. Now they're just like, nope. That wasn't blue enough for a price point rod. We have to make it's it. It's a hundred dollar rod. We must make it fluorescent. <laughs> exactly. 
you'll never actually it'll be like a mythical creature the x bride <laughs> yeah also yeah i think didn't uh sunline sell nylon backing line if anybody needs backing line i've got bulk spools of all an 40 <laughs> i will just pay for shipping and i'll send you some if you that need is don't go buy backing line that is as scammy as it gets that's fantastic backing line you know it's just like junk from their factory like whatever leftover stuff they have they're just selling it see this is my kind of tackle box twenty dollars tough tainer all those blue those are uh z rust infused you don't have to pay fifty dollars to get z do you you use any of that stuff or it's like compartmentalized no i don't either i use more things like this where they're just like Big open, yeah. I'm a big I'm a big fan of the flambu Z Rust. Yeah, me too. And normally, Not like sponsored. No, and like normally, you can go to Walmart and grab it too. Like if you're in a pinch and need a box. So Jewel makes fishing rods now. What? Like Jewel, the jig company? I think so. The virtuous, the Virtus Jewel Jolt Spinner Rate Rod. Keith Brasher's design, made in the USA. Cool. See, we're we're getting some nuggets in this list. Oh yeah, now we're yeah. I agree. This this one's a better list than the Bassmaster page. Lunker Hunt looks a, looks nothing like this one. <laughs> <laughs> that that looks like it'll catch him. I mean, that looks like a good, just solid drop shot bait. Yeah, it looks like a goby. Yes. When X ride C's come out, you will get X ride B's. Yeah. Oh. Ten Horse Mine's got one of the new jewel rods. Nice. Yeah, it's a Midwestern brand, I believe. Ryan says he heard they are Falcon Blanks. Hmm. Interesting. I've bought some of these worms that were designed for wacky, like like the ball buster that uh, reaction. Of it. I don't know. They just didn't. Missile baits have one too. What's missile yeah, baits? Four point eight. I feel like they just don't. I don't know. Don't don't fix what's not broken. Just, <laughs> just use a stick bait. Yeah. What is is this different than the one we saw above? Uh, <laughs> this is the high versa fish. So this. Is it just a little thicker? So this is a minnow shad profile. Maybe it's bigger. This is a Nico rig. This must be big. It doesn't say how long it is, but I'm guessing this must be a a five or six inch bait. And then this is like a three or a four inch bait. Interesting. You could have put those to your descriptions, people. We got to pick up the speed here. We got to go to members only here in six minutes. We're not going to finish. So members only starts in six minutes. Or when I hit it. So I don't know. Any uh are you gonna join us for the members only? Sure, man. I'll hop on for a minute. Tell some of your co stories from this year. Dude, yeah, but never this has been wild fishing as a co. It's it's been it's been eye opening, but it's been fun. Yeah, so we only made it through two hundred seven out of three hundred and thirteen items. Well, here's the list on wired to fish if you guys want to check any of these out. All the bait station. We talked about the net. Oh, we covered some new ground. Oh, we just go rapid fire, new biffle bug, chunky D. A lot of this the magic worm. I think this is something I'll probably try. I like uh, that. Yeah. 
It's Most people say this looks like the super eruption spinner bait. Mm. Yeah, Spro's going all in, man. Yeah, a lot of this is repeats. We're getting yeah, into the Spro's, yeah. which we've kind of covered. New rock color colors, I think. Shorts. It's a cool rat. A few rat guys. Does it actually get like are those like plopper feet, maybe? Oh, that's interesting. Why would they in the picture have their hooks tangled? Well, we can go rapid fire. See if there's anything that catches our baby stick. I thought they used to make this. They're just coming it back. I thought they always had a baby stick. Kistler and always a reel with their rods. Graph mounts, cup holder. Everybody talked about that. You know live target frogs are always going to be winners. Mustad's now got rods. These are supposed to be the full, what are these? Are 100% machined, computer. Uh, Sharpened, right? Isn't that Yeah, big? they're like... No hands touch them. Oh, Nishin. No finesse jig. That's kind of cool. Nishin makes I've never fished any of the Nishini, but they make some cool stuff. Yeah, Jacob Wall does a good job of showing off some of their stuff. I, I really haven't either, but it's, it's, it's like really a good co slash bank bag, maybe. Yeah. Scottsboro. Everybody needs the two hundred dollar pliers. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. I looked at those pretty hard, the two hundred dollar pliers, and it was like, okay, but like, I could also get ten twenty dollar pairs of pliers. <laughs> and be Waterwood cheap. custom baits Echo One. So here's like a. Uh, for business from the bass boat next Monday, it's the Waterwood guys. Well, there so, you go. We're gonna learn more about it next week. Yeah, should be interesting. They're custom, yeah. custom, custom, custom crankbaits. They're cool. Well, do you know what their price point is? These like expensive. Uh, it's uh, it's like a, thirty, like forty, like fifty, like, like fifty. Um, and there, I think there's some in the forties, but I don't know. We're excited to get them on and and walk through it but it's a very very durable um wood that is water repellent without paint so um, nice. it'll be cool nice i like these poppers for bluegill bedders i mean these prop baits for i've never done that around bluegill beds but i, I could see that being really good bombers yeah this is cool i actually heard um Frank talk about this. They're coming out with a whole bunch of new bombers and Praco for three ninety nine baits. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So that's interesting. So they're they're the opposite of the custom, right? They're they're figuring out a way to mass produce these baits and bring them down to a price point when everybody else is going up they're like nope we're going 399 we're going bass pro shops xps you will they should be getting in every walmart every dicks every mm-hmm. i thought we were selling uh, norman speed in thought that came out like two classics ago see leader nope don't do that. is this 
Oh, this is a leader. Oh, oh, I bet it's braid and floral. I saw some of this. And it, but no, use tie your braid to one end of the floor or the other. Since you so it's like pre-knot. Like, oh, I've like seen that. Got like a connector, so you don't have to learn how to tie a knot. That's pretty rough. You got to learn how to tie a knot in fishing world. You see that? Got to love, gotta love Japanese branding. The V hard. Yeah. Don't buy it. <laughs> Love grub, the dube tube, the dube tube. This is their new bladed jig trailer. That thing looks horrendous. The blizzard lizard. Why is the tail so bad? Now Guggen Squad into crappy plastics. They're taking over the world. We're gonna make it through the new Loomis kayak. We did oh, that little shad. That was the one that. Uh, uh, Elton Jones supposedly used one with heavy hitters with, right? Yeah, I don't know the difference between the shad and the gill. I've got some of the gill. Um, I've used them for bed fishing. I, I didn't notice anything like crazy. There you go. Phenomenal. We made it through the list. Nice. It's almost time. I was going to gift the membership, so let me uh, do it. Let me gift the membership here. Actually, I actually don't need to. Uh, so, if you wanted to be a member, and you're not a member. I'm going to try to gift a membership or two here. So if you've seen that thing on your screen where you ask you to allow memberships, this would be a time to accept that. Oh, my thing is lagging hard. On this screen here, let's... Uh... Wait, let me uh, stop sharing. Come on, come on. And we're going to hang out. We're going to give away some tackle over on the members only. You have to be on YouTube, David. You can't get it if you're on Facebook. All right, I should be able to membership gifting. We are going to give the gift of two memberships tonight. See who's going to get it. Watch the live chat. Oh, Dave, you got here. Just I don't know if you're in time. Let's see, they're in there. Let's see who's going to... Kyle Downey, who is very active tonight. He just won himself a membership. And Bruce Ellen Husson. You guys can now both join the after hours. Uh, Adam, what is that hat John Welsh wants to know? Uh, it's a go hunt hat. Um, it's a It's a hunting uh app that uses all kinds of crazy stuff we got mapping and all this all these western states the hunting hunting scenes kind of got a whole deal with public land and um go hunt is big on 
access and draw odds and all this stuff. So, I don't know. They sent me a hat. I like it a lot. <laughs> Since sarcasm, Tim. Just it seems like it might be dripping with sarcasm. All right. So, uh, if you guys are members, if you go over to the member tab, I can also probably here if I uh, get out of here. If I go here. Oh, no. It's right here. Dang it. So, those looking for the link, I can put that up if you want to hop over there. Otherwise, you can go to the membership tab. On the Hellabass page, if you guys are looking for it, uh, share a link. I'll put it in the uh, so. And uh, I'll send you a link, and we'll meet you guys over there in just a few minutes. Everybody, go ahead, grab, refresh your drink, get a bio break in. Uh, we're gonna jump over there. Thanks everybody that watched, came in late. Uh, you can watch the replay, YouTube, Facebook, or Hellabass on your favorite stream. And uh, links down below eventually for Adam's stuff if you want to check out uh, Business from the Bass Boat or the Serious Angler Network. Anything else you want to say, Adam, before we jump over to the members? No, man. Thanks for uh, having me on and, and talking iCast. It's been fun. Yeah, right on. Thanks for bringing your solid audio and video setup to the stream. <laughs> oh, good. I don't have my light, but everything else is good. All right, so uh, to those not joining, uh, as always, here to help you guys catch more big bass and suck less. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. As always, thanks to all of you that hung in till the end of this podcast. This has been another episode of Hellabass Bass Fishing Podcast Experience. Please consider sharing this with any of your bass and buddies and friends. This is the best way for podcasts to grow is through word of mouth. Also, don't forget to search Hellabass on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, or just about anywhere else so that we can connect in more ways. As always, here to help you catch more bass and suck less.